Hey, this is Jamie Kennedy from Scream, and being in Scream is really scary, but being in New Jersey is scarier. You're listening to Alone in the Dark podcast. Ooh, smooches. This is cursed. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. It's Miller time. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. It's showtime! Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Alone in the Dark podcast. Um, my name's Mike, and I am here with a special guest. His name is John Watt. John, how you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing, Mike? Good, man. Good. Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, before we get to John, I just want to mention a few things. Um, this week, um, we're doing a special podcast. Well, this podcast is going to be all about haunted attractions and, uh, John, we're going to get into that with John a little bit. And we're also going to do a review of the Scream Factory release of Toby Hooper's The Fun House. Um, so that's kind of like our kickoff to fall. Um, just want to mention some of our upcoming podcasts. We have, um, we're going to be doing a comparison of the Halloween 6 uh, theatrical versus the Halloween six producers cut, which is sort of, you know, it was like a bootleg for years. Um, and now it's, you know, with the box set with the Halloween box set and actually a standard standalone release from screen factory, you can get the producers cut. So we're doing a, a podcast on that. And then our good friend, Rochelle from Canada, we're her and I are going to be doing a podcast on the top 10 transformation scenes in horror movies, which is, should be fun. And we have a couple others coming after that, but we're going to try to pack a bunch in before Halloween, which will be fun. Um, all great, you know, fall sort of um, themed, Halloween-themed podcast. We're excited for that. Um, so let's get to John. So, John, um, we're doing this podcast on, like, haunted attractions, and the reason why I asked you to do this is because you actually manage a haunted attraction. you want to tell us about that a little bit? I do. I manage uh, Hollowgrave's Haunted Manor. In Keensburg, New Jersey. Nice. Uh, better known for when it was in Seaside Heights. Uh, left there after Hurricane Sandy. Right, right. And was it mostly destroyed after Sandy, or is it, you know... The Haunted Manor is one of the only things to survive Sandy on that pier. Wow. And that's the same pier that later on went on fire. So we managed to get out of there right in between the two events. Wow. That's crazy. So... Everything was saved. Nothing. Nothing was lost. Like nothing damaged. The only thing damaged was one thing inside, and that was because somebody got in, in between. Yeah, you know, after oh, the hurricane okay. hit and smashed one of the animatronics oh, on geez. the head. Uh, otherwise, everything was fine. That's amazing. Um, that's pretty lucky. So then, uh, how come the move from Seaside to Keensburg? Uh, the Haunted Manor had been in Keensburg in 2002 before I was with it. Okay, gotcha. And when they lost their Spook House, which was Arguably, I believe the oldest dark ride in America. And I was—I actually got to ride that. I was excited. Yeah, same here as a yeah. kid. I, oh, it was so my cool. aunt lived in Kingsburg. We go there all the time. Oh, so great, much fun! Great old ride, but totally wiped that out. And the owner of the park called and said, "We know, see you need a home, and we apparently need a haunted house for the time being." So they called and said, "You want to come back?" That's amazing. And we did. And tell tell our listeners like what's the what's the theme or the story of the of the this haunted house. The story is very similar to like an Aleister Crowley okay. type idea where there's this uh, Ichabod Grimm and he and his wife sell their soul along with their friends to the devil for eternal life. And essentially 
it backfires and they're now zombies. They live forever, but they're zombies and they need to eat people. So as you go in, uh, my character as the chef, who's usually there, uh, is basically chasing you around the house awesome. to try to catch you. Very nice. I got to uh, I got to go into the the Hollow Graves Haunted Manor last year a couple times. Couldn't get my kids to go in with me or my wife, but I would just go by myself. Right. And I, I was really impressed with um, how great it is for you know it's it's not a huge haunted house, but right. you can tell the the quality and the. Um, you could just the actors. I don't know if you were there when I was there, right. but like everyone's really into it, and mm-hmm. it's really, really genuinely like an awesome, scary haunted attraction. It's great. Yeah, it, we try to keep it where it's family friendly, right? So there's not an excessive amount of gore, right? Yeah, you know, um, but it's still scary. Yeah, the owner is a big fan, and and the guy who built everything pretty much from scratch. Um, big Disney animatronic fan. Oh, okay, you know, gotcha. Imagineering and. It, so it wants, it has a, a large influence from Disney, uh, but a little more creepy. Yeah, it's not as cartoonish. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Right. It definitely has more of a you know like a morbid kind of feel to right. it. But like you said, more family friendly because right. it's located in Keensburg, where there's rides in the summer. It's like right. a lot of families. It's you, not your your uh, fan base or your your demographic. You're not going for teenagers. Yes, teenagers don't bring. Tons of money. They come right. in once or twice, sometimes destroy stuff, you know. So yeah. you're, you're looking for <laughs> parents to come in with families yeah. and love it so much they come back. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. The history of the Haunted Manor is that it started off as a haunted attraction, as okay. a Halloween attraction. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, and then when it became a shore attraction, it, there's just not a lot of people that are willing to go to places like Seaside Heights, to the Boardwalk, right. or Keensburg to stand. You know, you're getting the wind right off the water. Yeah. Uh, it's just not... You're thinking when you – I want to go to a farm for Halloween right, or exactly. you know, something like that, and it's just not the atmosphere. Yeah, because you know, we both kind of live in New Jersey, so we know it's like certain areas become almost like ghost towns. You know right. what I mean? Where a lot of locals enjoy that because like you know, as they say, the Bennies go home kind of thing. But like you said, it's not bringing in a lot of people after the summertime. You know right. what I mean? Short towns, are, short towns are typically resort towns yeah. where everybody – that you see in the summer doesn't live there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. So. Like, how did you get involved? Like doing haunted attractions? Like what got you into it? Okay. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I was very into horror movies early on. Mm-hmm. Um, wound up going to long branch haunted mansion, which is right essentially down the road from where the haunted manor is now yeah. in long branch. And, uh, was just, I, I just knew I loved it. Yeah. Um, I had one instance as a kid where I was so scared in there. And my dad, who was super cool, he took me aside within the haunted house and said, look, this is all fake, but if anything scares you, I'll, I'll, I'm going to remind you. And you right. yell at it. Just yeah. yell back at it. Yeah. So uh, put me up on his shoulders and we came up to – it was supposed to be the three little pigs. So they had houses painted on a wall. And then they had actual, you know, I guess like plastic bushes and a picket fence and all of a sudden like this sunny looking area within a haunted house and then the wolf man <laughs> jumps over so it's supposed to be like you know, three little pigs and the wolf man oh my god and he roared at us yeah know? and i freaked and my dad just started shaking my legs and he goes remember what i told you remember yeah, what yeah. i told you and i roared back at him and the guy was so cool he jumped back over the fence like a scared dog oh, and whimpered that's, off. That's awesome. And I think even to this day with me, like if I do something like that, I think you're like locking in. Yeah. Like this isn't so bad. I, right. I can be into it. Right. So that always stayed with me. 
when uh, 2002 came along, I wasn't like a lot of people from Jersey were big Seaside Heights people, right. especially I grew up in Bergen County. Um, I didn't go to my parents weren't like short people typically. If if we were in Long Branch, it's because we were visiting other family. Right. Uh, so I never went to Seaside Heights as a kid. And in 2002, or I'm sorry, 2003, my then girlfriend took me. And she's like, I want to go on the, the looping coaster. That was our whole reason for being there. Right, right. So we get there. And as we walk on the pier, there's a freak show, the Brothers Grimm sideshow. Nice. Where it had uh, the Enigma and Katzen and oh, Danielle. Awesome. uh Stamp, who played Slime Menstrual and yeah, Guar, yeah. they were all part of this. That's so cool. So we were instantly just watching the ballet. Uh, as we're watching, and I look to my left, and in the corner, there's this little haunted house. I was like, this is awesome. Like, uh, someone's finally trying to bring back old, yeah, you know, Carnival, Jersey Shore right. feel. So we went in, and I said, we're doing that next. Forget your roller coaster. <laughs> that can wait. So, so we did the, uh, the, the sideshow, and as we came out, they were taking the garbage out of the haunted house. They were getting ready to shut down. Right. And the roller coaster was done anyway. Yeah. So I walked over, and I wanted to talk to the manager. And I was like, he's like, yeah, go, go ahead. It's the end of the night. Go in for free. So me and a, a third friend that was with us, we took a walk through. And it was, it was one of those where I was like, I'm looking at the detail. The people in it, they had just like like goth kids and juggalos right. running it yeah, yeah. at the time. That part wasn't great, mm -hmm. but there was one of those, like, I see the potential here. Yeah. Even for somebody who never had done it, you know? So I got out and I spoke to the manager and uh, his name is Steve. Uh, I think he's kind of a local legend around here, tattooed Steve, Steve Mezzo. He, um, he said, yeah, you know, I'm managing this thing, a different owner, different guy owns it, but, uh, this is it, you know. How'd yeah. you like it? I said I like it a lot. I'll, I'll definitely, definitely be back. So got home, and it was just one of those where you get home and you're on the internet, immediately looking up anything you can about it. Yeah. To the point where the next day after work, I said, We're, "Let's just go back." <laughs> so we went back again, and that the whole day I've been thinking, like, I wonder how I get in on this, you know? Yeah. So I asked the manager. I said, uh, "You know." Do you have anybody that ever volunteers? Like, I don't even need to get paid. Right, right. I want to try it. Yeah, I just want to be just a part of Come it. on the weekend and try it out. So he said, yeah, come right ahead. So I did. I spent a whole the whole next week making a costume. That's so awesome. Uh, showed up. We even brought, we had a friend who worked at uh, Party City, and they had one of the big walkabout Grim Reaper suits. Oh, no we way. We borrowed that from Party City and brought it. And the day we get there, the actual owner's there. And working on stuff. And he sees this group, like me, my girlfriend, and her friend dragging all this yeah. stuff in. Yeah. He's like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. So we uh, we started doing it. I, I just jumped right into it. Didn't know what I was doing. I think within <laughs> the first the first scare or the first group that was in there, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm a butcher and I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> so I'm in the kitchen and I hear the owner and the guy, Steve, the manager who I yeah. – got me into this just by talking to him uh they're arguing and the manager goes i quit <gasps> i was like wait Why? wait you're the only link i have to this i don't yeah. even know you yeah yeah exactly uh thankfully it was just a momentarily you know thing yeah. but uh that was my first like <laughs> exposure oh, my, my first gosh. day and uh i did it for a little while and the owner goes who are you we wanted both in the office brief right. he's like who are you and i was like i'm john and i just <laughs> came to try this out he goes you've done this before though right like that you're from another haunt right because you're really good and i was like no i've never done this i just like horror <laughs> movies and haunted houses he, he goes how much are we paying you i said nothing i'm volunteering he goes no you're coming back again 
how much do I have to pay you? That's awesome. And that was the that became uh, weekends. It was it was kind of the middle of the summer, right? Of two thousand three, started coming back weekends, and then that led to every day after work. Right, I was still doing it. Yeah, you know, so every day I was there essentially. So, you know, we talked about just, like, the passion of haunted houses, how you got involved. Yeah. Like, do you have any, like, funny stories of, like, in your experience scaring people? Like, anything funny happened or, you know, like, just scaring people? Because I love scaring people, too. It's so right. great. I do some local events and stuff. And there's nothing better than scaring somebody. But do you have any, like, funny stories of scaring anyone over, you know, the years that you've been doing this? There's always something every year that, you know, something that kind of stands out. But right. when you're first doing it, that's the one's that stay with you the most. Yeah. Um, so mine was like the first time making somebody pee. <laughs> and that was as the, the cook or chef, whatever it is, uh, in the kitchen, the guide that was guiding that day brought this, it was two older ladies and a young girl and brought them around the corner into the kitchen. And as I popped out, one of the women dropped to the floor, like literally just dropped <laughs> Laying on the floor, not moving. And I thought, like, I just killed. Yeah, you're like, this she, just, yeah, she just had a heart attack. She's done. So it took a couple minutes to get her up. And oh, my out. God. And later on, as the night's dying off, we're kind of hanging out in front of the house waiting for everything to shut down. And those same that same group comes back. Right. Except the woman that fell to the floor is now wearing different clothes. Oh, my god! And she comes to me and she says, uh, I just want to let you know. You made me pee my pants. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. So yeah, that was like within the first year. Like it's always whenever I hire people, they have their first like. I think I made somebody pee. Like, yeah, yeah. And now it's just old hats. Like right. okay, but I do remember when I was yeah. that. You know, that's so that great. excited about that. That's awesome. Now, do you? Is it mostly women that they get scared the most, or do you find like you can scare guys just as easily, or just about anybody? Yeah, it, it's there's not one over another. I. During the Seaside Heights days, uh, you get a lot of, like, you know, guidos with their guidette girlfriends. Right, right. And the last scare, which is a pop-out, um, you would get where the guy literally – and this wasn't just one occasion. It was all the time. Right. Big muscle guy pushes the girl and runs out the door. Not as a joke. Oh he literally – Yeah, he's like, I'm out. Her. Yeah, and see ya. I'd always get the look from the girlfriend who wasn't – you know, not that she wasn't startled. Yeah, But she yeah. was more – Screwed up by the fact her boyfriend just pushed her yeah, towards just me. just left her for dead, basically. Legitimately and left, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. So I often wondered, you know, like, how many people I either got laid that night because they protected their girlfriend. Right, right. Or how many, like, I relationships I ended yeah, up Yeah, they're in the doghouse because they ditched them. That's so yeah. awesome. Well, I'd love to talk about, because, you know, list, our listeners are all from all over the place, yeah. but um, we're obviously from the Northeast, um, what are some of your favorite haunted attractions you've been to growing up and that kind of stuff? We talked about, you know, Long Branch, obviously, yeah, but yeah. any others that, that jumped out at you? The the weird thing is, we, I, I mentioned before we were talking, like, you know, people ask about, like, being in the haunt industry. And things, right. And that's a similar question. Like, I didn't really get to, we're not in the haunt industry. We're in the, we do amusement parks. Right, so, exactly. Like, I don't go to the conventions. Right. I don't know too many people in the haunt industry. Last year was the first one where, like we didn't do a Halloween, so I said, "Oh, like I'm with uh, my my current girlfriend, and yeah. she's into it. So let's just do other people's haunts, right? Yeah. And you do you go and like I make sure I introduce myself to everybody, right? And that's a you know goodwill gesture, yeah. yeah. Like hey, we're from Gainesburg, and come you know my season's over, time right? To check you out, yeah. And make a lot of friends. So you have friends in that sense. Um, so I never had like a long list of favorite ones. One of my favorite things I ever did was right after I 
joined with the Haunted Manor in 2003, mm-hmm. wound up in East Brunswick, and like there was a 4-H club with little kids, like little, little kids, and they were running a haunted house. Really? And, and that was one of the most fun, you know, it wasn't good, no, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then, so, after doing last year, I did 13 haunts okay. in, you know, two months. So every weekend, we'd hit two or three. That's awesome. Um Penhurst, of course. Yeah, I haven't amazing. been there, but I've heard it's awesome. Was, i got to try to check that out. That wound up being my favorite last year. And okay. I, that was the last one I did, and it just eked in there. So explain that one to people listening. Like, where is it, and what is it? You know, cause Yeah, it's, it's in Pennsylvania. It's a real insane asylum yep. that uh, has been shut down. Um, and they have, I think it's about two or three actual walkthroughs within this the main building there. Um, and they are going to touch you. Uh, like just talking to my girlfriend about that the other day, where she's like, I don't know if I want to go. She didn't go to, with that one. Oh, yeah, okay, to that gotcha. one with me. Um, I was telling her about it. I was like, they're going to touch you. We're going to go back this year. They're going right. to touch you. And she's oh, like, I don't like God. it. I was like, if you know that they're going to touch you, yeah, you know, then you can kind of shut that reaction right. off. Like, right, exactly. You, you don't go into it unless yeah. you, <laughs> you agree. Exactly. So, um, but anyway, they, they, that one's really good. Uh, there's also another one. I can't remember all the town names, but there's, it's also on PA called House in the Hollow. Okay. Which is a very – it's obviously very computerized, but it doesn't take away from it. Okay. Uh, there's stuff where, like, they'll read – you hand them your name at the beginning, and the guy doesn't even look at it, and he crumples it and throws it on the ground. And somewhere in the house, um, there'll be, like, a projection of a, a fortune teller. And he knows your name. So obviously they got that's it cool. somewhere along the way. Nice. He did look at it. Yeah. There's a little bit of sleight of hand going yeah, on. Yeah, that's cool though. So stuff like that, very cool. Uh, interactive and in that they'll put you in like, you know, a, a, a case and then you disappear to the people in the rest of your group. You're not there. But they, really? they pull you around the back. You're like, oh, that way and you can scare them. Oh, no yeah. way. That's yeah. cool. Cool little things like that. That's awesome. Those are two of my favorite. Also, uh, Hotel of Horror, which is in Sailorsburg, PA. Okay. That one's really really well done that's cool and what was the what was the theory i mean not the story of that one it changes like, every year oh does it okay cool. yeah they, they got two in one building uh the w- first year i went the one that was most memorable was they were supposed to be missing children okay and it's it's, it's adult it's not adult as in like you can't bring your kids right but it's, it's not a it's, disney yeah, thing you know yeah so one of the most disturbing i would say for most people was as you're entering the attic and it's, it's typically claustrophobic it's a it's a literal a literally an old hotel yeah i don't know 1700 wow 1800s. so as you're going up this one staircase after being claustrophobic uh as you enter the attic there's pictures of missing children on the wall and it's supposed to be witches like stealing Holy children shit. so that creepy. was kind of creepy yeah i don't get creeped out by much but that was you yeah know, I, I got the idea yeah yeah that's pretty scary <laughs> and as you walk in there's uh, it all of a sudden opens into this large attic with pews and they have the witches on the podium and they're yelling at you. And you oh my God. And you can kind of like most haunted houses, including mine, you're on a path. Right. Right. This one, you can kind of walk through the pews. I mean, I don't know if they want you to be doing that, right, but right. you can, nobody yeah. stopped anybody. Yeah. There's no, yeah. so all of a sudden it opens into this wide up, wide open room and then you're back in. I don't want to give away too much of their yeah. stuff, but like that That's one was cool. really good. Most of the really great ones are PA. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, they can get away with a lot more than. That's can. awesome. Um, I went to one. Have you ever heard of Spooky World before? In Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Now I think it's New Hampshire, but um, I went to it a couple years, um, a while ago. It was in a separate location, and then they were at Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. Yep. So, so I used to go up there all the time, and uh, that was a really cool one because it was like, it was almost like. Um, 
it's almost like you know an amusement park with haunted houses, right. which I always loved. It was kind of like you know talking about the fun house tonight. We're going to be getting into that mm-hmm. because that's basically what it is. It's like a fun house in an amusement park, right. which is basically where you you kind of like in Keensburg. It's a similar situation. Right. But it was cool because I always thought, like, it's such a great time of year to be outside at night. It's cool, you know. Right. But all the haunted houses there were really different. And they had, like, um, they had like ratings for each haunted house, too. So it was like, if you were a kid, you were really scared, you just go through this one. It's not right. too bad, you know. But they had, um, they probably still do it. They had, like, a clown haunted house that, to this day, like, it's I still think about it. It was so scary. Like, it was so over the top and just insane, you know. Right. Um, and I'll never forget, you come around the corner and there's like a girl in a glass case and she just has like mice and rats all over her. Right, and right. She's like a real girl with real rats and, and she's just like, help me and like just shit like that. But then these clowns, you know, would just come out of nowhere just with like their, their squeakers and stuff. And it, it was just like, there was so many jump scares in this haunted house right, that right. I was just like, holy shit. Like I've. Like, I've had enough. By the end of it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is like I've been scared so many times, you know? Right, right. And that's just the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's just one haunted house. But it was so cool. Like, it's it's so neat to, like, have a choice, you know? I yeah, think yeah. there was, like, five or six, you know? Mm-hmm. Every year they do different ones, you know? I didn't see it when it ran. Mm-hmm. But right after I started in 2003 at the Haunted Manor, Spooky World shut down. The one behind the stadium. Yes, yeah. And then they moved. I think, and they had – well, I think it's different. What happened was I believe the one of the partners died and oh, the other okay. guy didn't want to. I could be wrong, but oh, I believe okay. we gotcha. met the guy and I believe that was essentially – like he was bailing out. Okay. And I think essentially other people took it over. Like they I got see. the name from him. I see. Gotcha. Uh, or he gave his blessing or – Right, or, or, right. Um, but I was there in 2003 after it shut down. They had an auction. Oh, no way. So we went – I was in the clown one, but I got to see it – from a closed yeah. down, you know, people just yeah. wander. Because you get when you're doing an auction, you got to right. look at everything. You get yeah. like two hours to just wander. Oh, that's so. So I cool. got to go into their pathways, yeah, that, you know, and uh, and just check out all the mechanisms and how it's they, a, it was a pretty elaborate house, right? Yep. Yeah. And some of the stuff in ours is from Spooky World. No way, yeah. that's amazing. So if you if you remember the dining room scene yeah. in my room, the, yeah, the two. Uh, we won one room. That was how, unfortunately that's how they did it. It was you win a room. Oh, you, know, okay. you auction each room. You have to bid on, and we bid on the big facade that I'm sure you saw the yeah. big clown face. Oh my god! Almost got that. I don't know what we would have done with it. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to it. change your whole <laughs> your whole story. It was just so large, <laughs> much larger than us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the two figurines that are at the dining room table in my haunted mansion right. were musician uh, mannequins. Okay, in gotcha. the other one that's in so Spooky funny. World. Uh, so with like certain things like the painting, there's also when you walk into the Haunted Manor now, uh, one of the first things you'll see as you walk in the living room are two red eyes that open and close. Gotcha. It's a Harry Houdini bust um, with like LED eyes that open and close. Gotcha. I don't know the story behind it, but yeah. we have it. That That's came from so Spooky funny. World. And then the greatest thing was there was this big plywood painting of zombies okay. in like the woods in a moonlit night. And one has, like, I don't know why, but it has, like, a ram's head. Okay. And I just loved it. And it was way too big for any of the walls. Like, we just don't have that much space. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So Stan, the owner of the Haunted Manor, was like, I can't. I know you like it and can't do anything with it. So take it. And for years, like, that was 2003. For years, it sat in my garage. And eventually now it's on. Not in my apartment now, but my uh, my folks' house, the room I had there. It's still. That's so funny. It's giant. 
probably worth quite a bit of money. That's you know, awesome to collectors. That's really cool. But yeah, it's just sitting, it's yeah. sitting in New Jersey. If you'll, anybody that remembers that painting, <laughs> yeah, you'll get some use out of it at some point. I'm and sure. one of our fellow haunt people that we do know. Uh, brought us a CD one time of like some soundtrack music to play. Right. And uh, I turned it around. It was spooky, you know, music from Spooky. Oh, World. I turned my God. around and the painting was the back cover. Are you serious? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I just, I remember that was like one of my favorites. You know what I mean? Yep. And I kind of, first time I went to, I think, it, yeah, I think it was like 2000. Where, they were in Gillette. They were behind the stadium, and I think the last – I don't know if they – Before see. that, though. Like, I went to it before they it were in Gillette. around. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was just amazing. Just amazing. Like, the whole atmosphere of the place. And it was cool. They'd always do, like, a celebrity, like, signing, you know? Yeah, I know they had a lot of wrestlers. And yeah, they had kind of weird – Kind of like chiller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. But it was just such a cool event. You know what I mean? It was like – for horror lovers, it was, like, the greatest, like, yeah. carnival experience. You know, like, it was just so much fun. So. Right, right. Oh, yeah. I remember walking around and going, like, this would have been amazing if I had seen it oh, when it was God. open. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's at night especially. It's so yeah. creepy. You know what I mean? Yep. It, like, reminded me of, uh, like, something uh, Wicked This Way Comes, you know, right, like right. that sort of atmosphere. It was just, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. But um, let's get to the movie because I know um, this is it, – it all kind of relates, especially we're talking about Spooky World. You know, that that kind of always reminded me of, of Toby Hooper's The Fun House. You right. Know? Something is alive in the funhouse. Something not alive like its father. Something better dead. Some, the funhouse. Coming soon from Universal Pictures. The funhouse. It's a carnival of terror from Toby Hooper, the director who terrified you with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What Do you remember the first time you saw the funhouse? Uh, this week. This week. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, never was, never came up on TV as or huge a horror fan as I was. It just wasn't one that ever crossed my path. That's you interesting. Know, up at it's perfect because I I saw it as a kid and you're seeing it for the first time. So yeah. like, what was like like just quickly like your take on it watching it? Like what what do you think of it now that you've seen it and it's you know? Well, I was watching it knowing that we were going to you know that it was based yeah. on this uh, premise of right. talking about haunted houses. And the first thing I noticed about it, and it's it's the same with any. Actually, to break off for one second, yeah. Any horror movie, you would think actually there are tons of horror movies that have haunted houses, like haunted yeah. attractions. There's mm-hmm. really not. There's yeah, not there's like not. A- <laughs> it's funny because I thought about you know when we were talking about doing this, I'm like, oh, we'll do a top five, and I'm like, there's probably five. You know what I mean? Right. Like I looked it up, and there's a couple that I haven't even seen. You know, right. like I think one of the um, Child's Play movies. I think right. Child's Play Child's f- two, two, two or three. I think. Yeah, right. I forget that it all takes place in a haunted attraction. Right. But I'm like, I don't really feel like watching this movie. You know, I think I probably found the same list you did. Yeah, yeah. And looking, and there was there was about five, and it, it was like there's a haunted house in it. It didn't yeah. mean that right it had anything to do with exactly. haunted houses. It just happened to be in it. So exactly. I sat and I watched. I think all of them, but Child's Play. Just okay, to gotcha. Kind of get, <laughs> just in case they came up. Or we, you know. Right, right. Um, but and, yeah, going back the. The one thing that you notice in all of them, like Ghoulies 2. Yes, Ghoulies 2 is one of them, yeah. Um, they all have – they walk in these haunts and they're all wide open you know, yeah, rooms. With like blue, it's rooms. always like blue and red light. Like yes. that's the whole – Yes. And then like some cheesy ghost hanger or right, skeleton right. hanging from them. That's the whole haunt. Yeah. And then in Fun House, it was that – but it was supposed to be that they had this – that and Ghoulies actually. It was supposed to be a trailer haunt. Right. Which is like – like we're a trailer yeah, haunt, but we're like three trailers made to look like a house. Yeah. 
these they always show is like one trailer. Right. And Funhouse was a traveling carnival with a trailer and it had a basement. Yeah, there was like <laughs> humongous. Like it just never stopped. Multi right? levels. Oh yeah. 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 And large rooms and turns like how's all this been a trailer? Yeah. And you know it's a movie, but right. it really it's one of those especially when you are in the industry and you're like, that would never Yeah, this these rooms would never be this big. Right. Yeah. And it's who crazy. Is it scaring, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um I just thought of another one is um, Kiss Meets the Phantom at the park. Isn't there a whole sequence where they go through a fun house? Do you, do you ever see that? It's been so many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there is where they actually like go through this fun house. But again, it's like huge rooms. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah it's ridiculous. But um, so what do you think of the movie? Just kind of like, you know, uh, your sort of feeling on it. I'm sure as a kid I would have loved it much more when, you know. I was watching those as they played on Cinemax every night. Right. A uh, little hard to get into, but yeah, yeah I was still had fun moments and yeah. 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 It was, wasn't amazing. But right. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Right. I think it's it's definitely one of those movies. If you've seen it as a kid, it'll stay with you, like right. with me. You know what I mean? I know I didn't see it in theaters because I was too young, but it was definitely one of those late nights watching on TV. You know, I don't know right, right. if it was HBO or whatever, but I know I caught it on TV or rented it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I did enjoy seeing what's Kevin Conway. Yeah, yeah. Who I, I, I saw him. I was like, that's the Barker. He's playing a Barker. He played right. three Barkers. Apparently, he plays all three Barkers yeah. in the movie. Yeah, and uh, that was part of some deal. Like that was if they hired him, he had to. Which play confused all me a little bit because I'm like, wait, I think I just saw that guy, but he looks a little different. It was just kind of weird. Like, right, right. Like I don't know why he had to play all three. Like it would have been Were better. They brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. But yeah. it instantly caught my eye because I remember seeing Elephant Man as a kid. My mom took me to see Elephant Man when it was out. Yeah, and he was the keeper. Yeah. For yep. <laughs> Yeah, John, John which, yeah, which is funny. He's got such an interesting face, mm-hmm. and I love how the Scream Factory uh, cover—they kind of put him front and center. You know what I mean? Because right, right. he's just got such a weird jawline and just like a rough sort of face. He has know? a carny look. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. Like he definitely would somebody you would see. Yeah. Um, so this movie came out in 1981. Um, it was directed by Toby Hooper, um, right. and this was. After Salem's Lot, he did Salem's Lot, and then he did this movie, and it was before um, before Poltergeist. So he did right. Poltergeist after this. Um, one thing I, f- I read that I never knew, Spielberg actually asked Toby Hooper to direct E.T., which I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know until reading it. Um, and then he turned it down because he was directing this, <laughs> and then they reconnected on Poltergeist, you right, know, right. obviously. Um, but I thought that was so interesting. You know what I mean? It's It's very strange. And, you know... There's lots of, you know, rumors of Toby Hooper sort of being like a drug addict and a drunk, you know, like directing, you know, there's all that stuff about Poltergeist where it's like Spielberg really directed it and Hooper was sort of in the backseat, you know? Right, right. Um, But uh, I think, you know, visually, I think this movie is really interesting. You know what I mean? It definitely has a creepy atmosphere and I think they did a really good job with the carnival and, you know, setting up that that world, you know? Right, Um, right. I love the opening sequence. You can tell they're kind of playing like an homage to Psycho and Halloween. Right. right. Which it's like pretty obvious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like especially with the mask, it comes up and you see the two eye holes, yeah, yeah, you know? I, it's like – I instantly thought it without even yeah. having yeah, read yeah, – yeah. And I think he's admitted that he was paying homage to these films, right. which is great. It wasn't like, well, it was my originality. You know what I mean? Like I think he was just trying to be like – these are the films that I really love and inspired by, you know, which is cool. Right. But mm-hmm. I love that whole opening sequence. It's just kind of a, a great way to set it up, you know, and I mm-hmm. love, I always love like settings and I love uh, the, the little boys room. He's got all the masks and stuff, you know, as you can see, like you're in the podcast room, you can see, I love yeah, like yeah. certain masks, you know, I have my like Halloween three collection, which yeah, I yeah. finally just, I just got the <laughs> pumpkin, like not too long ago, like a month ago. So I'm like, yes, I have them all, <laughs> which is great. Um, but 
Yeah, I just love that setting. It was kind of cool, you know, setting up that kid and how he likes masks and scary things and stuff like that. Um, but, and I uh, saw the fact, too, apparently you're saying the look. He uh, he went after the what, Andrew Laszlo for cinematography. Yeah. He liked the lighting on Warriors. Yes, Warriors. the Warriors. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, which is – that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It definitely kind of has that feel to it, you know. Um, but um, there's – there's a couple scenes that sort of I remember as a kid, you know, being sort of freaked out by where, you know, you just saw it for the first time. So it probably didn't stand out to you. But when they were when the like they're supposed to be teenagers, but they're really like older kids, you know, like adults, it. you know, they're walking through and they're like going through the um, they see like the cows, like the one with like the cleft palate and the one yeah, with yeah. like the two heads. Like I remember as a kid that like really freaked me out because I had never seen anything like that before, right. you know. Like and now I, they wouldn't even let that in a movie. Like it would be a CG oh, yeah. cow with a cow. Oh, yeah, palette. yeah. There'd probably be like some animal rights be like, right. you can't do that, you know? Um, and then I loved, loved the um, the magician, the guy who's like talking about Dracula and mm. like the, the the history of Vlad, you know, the right. impaler and stuff. Like he was so creepy, you know, like just the way he, he was talking to everybody. And, but funny too, he was like kind of goofing right. around, but he was like, you could tell like this guy could really maybe be a vampire or something. Like he just had like a weird quality to him, right. you know? Um, and then um, the <laughs> the <laughs> I love the scene with the psychic, the lady where they're like fooling around, they're laughing, and she oh, gets right. really annoyed. And what does she say? She's like, um, she's like speaking with an accent, and then she breaks out a character, and she's like, "Don't come back here! I'll break every fucking bone in your body, or something right, like right. that." And I was just like, "Oh my god, this is great!" You know. <laughs> Um, and that, it's funny because that always this movie reminds me of of Keensburg because I remember mm-hmm. going there as a kid, you know. Um, cause I remember there's always like the fortune, you know, the fortune lady, right, you know, exactly. and I think I, I was, like in high school, I think I went to the fortune lady once, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know, it was just like all nonsense, but yeah. it just reminded me of this movie. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why I wanted to go back and, and, uh, and do that kind of stuff, you know, after watching this film, because right. I was like, I live right down the street from a place that does this. this it's still stuff. doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is so cool. Um, but uh, I think, you know, I think the movie's pretty good for the most part. You know, there's definitely some good scares in it. You know what I mean? There's some mm-hmm. good jump scares and some funny yeah. stuff. The um, the the creature, that you know, the, the guy that's kind of disfigured the and albino. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> that wears – I love how he wears like a Frankenstein mask. You know what I mean? Right, right. Which is kind of – it connects with the with the young boy, you know, his like love of horror and right. like universal monsters. And I thought I saw something where it was because of copyright. Like they owned – yeah, because it was Universal. I yeah, guess, Universal. So. so they were able to use Frankenstein. You know what right. I mean? Like the image of Frankenstein, which is funny because you hear about movies like Monster Squad, where they like they use those images, but they couldn't call them Frankenstein. Right. They had to call them like the monster or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. And then, what do you think of his makeup once his mask came off? Like, I think for the eighties, like early eighties, that's pretty like. It, Scary stuff. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know I, mean? I mean, it was weird that the head was bigger than it was when. You know, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like the mask. Yeah, when the mask's on, his head's really small, small and yeah. all of a sudden, like it, what it, is it, it like inflates or something? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and it was funny. It's like shaped like a football. Like it's really yeah. weird. It like comes out to the side, you know. Right. Um, but I remember as a kid seeing that. Like I'm sure you can imagine watching that as a kid. That like scared when he first reveals his head right. and like it's like he's always drooling and stuff. Like it oh, freaked the shit out of me. For me, I mean, the only thing I remember as a kid, even like nowadays, you can't scare me like real life scares me but right right yeah you know, things that happen in, 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 to other people but like horror movie stuff yeah it just doesn't like my girlfriend gets aggravated we went to uh, bizarre ac last year and they had the, the bloodshed farm guys were there and they had a you can actually go in they have the shed where they pretend to torture you oh really people are freaking out you know they, they sit you in a chair they 
kind of strap you in. Yeah, and yeah. It's all supposed. To be, yeah, it's almost like a hostel, you know. Right, right. And they have a screen where you can watch your friend. Inside. Holy shit! So of course people are just losing their shit and running out. And my girlfriend filmed it, and literally the whole time I'm sitting there. Oh, like, you went in. I went in, and she wa- and she just watched, you know, from the screen. Yeah. And then filmed it with her phone. And she, you can hear her saying, she's like, he's not even flinching. The guy was like swinging a real hammer at my head. Oh my gosh. It just doesn't, I know you're not going to hurt me. But know? is it because you work like I think in an attraction, you it, kind of know like it's that, nothing's going to happen to and me? And just being so jaded. You yeah, know, that that's to, true. To, um, still love it. I just love it from a different angle now. Right, you know? right. Uh, you're not going to scare me. Yeah. And the only thing I remember even as a kid actually being like losing my shit to was the first time I saw the exorcist. Oh, okay. Yeah. And my dad teasing, like I lost it. I was crying. My yeah. dad's like, how old, how old were you? Was it on TV? I can't, let's see. That came out 73. I was born in 74. I was probably like six or seven. Okay. Gotcha. It was on TV. Yeah. yeah. I saw the TV version too. And I remember like the my, head turning, like yeah. my cousins were like, watch this. You know, it was like, like a holiday party and they were making me watch it. And I was like, eh. you know, I was like right. totally freaked out. Yeah. My, my dad turned it off. You know, my mom begged my dad, just please turn it off. He, yeah. He's not enjoying this. <laughs> and then he would, he was like, okay. And he turned the channel and then a couple minutes later he turned it back and it was like something weird. But I was right. like, no, no. And she's yeah. like, stop. You know? <laughs> Other than that, I don't remember ever watching a movie or being in a haunted house where I was genuinely scared. Right. You know, right. I, I mean, yes, you're going to startle me sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I just never had – I don't have any memories other than that of gotcha. being afraid of any yeah. horror movie stuff. I guess I just always loved it for – once again, from like a different angle or a right. different aspect. Right, exactly. Know? Yeah, there's like certain movies. Like I, I don't – I always remember um, – oh, shoot. What's the one where – oh, Final Destination where mm-hmm. the girl gets hit by the bus. Like I remember yeah. in theaters being like, holy – you know, like yelling <laughs> right. at that. And that's just like an obvious, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a jump scare jump trick. Scare, yeah. but. You know, like I'm probably similar to you where I'll get scared a little bit, but I just love the atmosphere of horror films and you know what I mean? Just right. like taking it all in and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and and a lot of – I'm sure both of us, it's, it's nostalgia-based. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like I watch some of the stuff now that we both love and it's purely just to feel like I'm back in the yeah, 1986 absolutely. again. You know? Oh, I love it. Yeah, right. all that stuff. Just going back. You know, like I still – I have like – um like you're wearing a uh, you were wearing like a Fangoria jersey yeah. when you came in, which is awesome. But I have the like the Weekend of Horrors on VHS, mm-hmm. the first yeah, one. Oh, it's so cool! Like I will watch that all the time because you just see people like dressed as Freddy and they're all into it because it's like all fresh and new. Right, and right. It's so cool to like think of back then, you know, like how amazing. That was another one. My parents, I saw uh, Nightmare on Elm Street opening night. Holy I, shit! I was either nine or ten. Oh my god! My dad owned the comic book store and the teenage kid that he had it was like it wind up being like an older brother to me he's like hey my friends and i are going to see this new horror movie yeah and my dad my mom and i we all went and met up with him paramus new jersey and saw i didn't know what we were watching wow I just, I was like this is cool that... and then freddie obsessed yeah like, you know. but did that scare you nope that didn't, didn't scare, scare you. me no really I, I was just into it i was totally wow maybe that says something about me <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe you're sick and twisted <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it didn't scare me. I was just – I knew I liked it. You know? Right, right. Because that, that scared me as a kid. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I could watch that all the way through the first time. Like, it really freaked me right. out. I think I tried to watch it by myself and then I had to bring some friends over and right, right. watch it with me. But, um, yeah, that that's uh, that's funny. That's really funny that it... – <laughs> I, I think I just always had that dad especially. Yeah. My both parents but especially my dad who was not afraid to let me see stuff right. that might freak me out. Yeah. And was just always a, hey, ask me questions kind right. of guy. Exactly. Uh, don't be afraid of it. Just ask me. Yeah, yeah. And I'll talk and to that, you. That's a good way to parent, too. Right. You know what I mean? It's like a good way to just have an open right. discussion. It's not that pull it away, you'll, you know, you can't see this <laughs> type yeah. approach. Yeah. You know? 
Um, getting back to the fun house, yes. I just think, um, you know, compared to uh, Texas Chainsaw, it's like interesting. You know what I mean? Texas Chainsaw was very like real and like mm-hmm. sort of intense, and this is more of like a you know sort of like kind of a goofy version of you know like a funhouse world. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and going to Poltergeist, you know what I mean? Like it's interesting. Like he's sort of like in that genre sort of jumped around a little bit. What do you think of Poltergeist when, when you think back of, of loved it as a kid? I think yeah. I, I don't think I saw it in the theater. I think that was one where, you know, it was a, a cable showing. Right. I saw it. So right. it was on, it was one of those yeah. HBO every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just became part of your summer routine yeah. was yeah. watching it every day. Like weird science. Or yeah, something. yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, a lot of stuff still stays with me. Yeah. It's one of those where I am not an anti remake guy, but right. I watched the remake and it was like, you didn't really have to do this. They know? didn't have to. I feel like the remake was okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, moments. And I, it was it was interesting how they sort of modernized it. I thought that was clever the way they did that, but I agree. Right. It was like, why? You know? Yeah, yeah. I have my, uh, my buddy Joe DeRosa is a stand up comedian. He has oh, okay. a, a horror podcast out in LA. Oh, nice. For Fangoria, actually. That's awesome. And they were just talking about it on his, and it was like, they really had to have a fucking drone <laughs> in the house. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah of course didn't. they had to. You know what he I mean? Didn't like that modern. Yeah, yeah, thing. I know. That's that's a little crazy. That's silly. Um, <laughs> so the um, for people that don't have the Scream Factory Blu-ray, I just got it because I'm like a sucker for owning. I know you said you download. You just like download stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I just love. I love the feeling of like buying something. Right. You know what I mean? Like the old you know VHS days and that kind of stuff. Between owning thousands of comic books and yeah. DVDs and CDs, I right. just hit a point where it's like I don't. Yeah, I don't need I don't this need anymore. To store or anything. I know. Crap. And I went through a phase too where I got rid of everything, yeah. and then like like a lot wanted of my it all back. I wanted it all back, so I had to rebuy some horror films because mm-hmm. like I was like ah I'll just download it or whatever. But I'm like into that, especially Screen Factory's doing right. amazing stuff because they do really cool covers and and special features that you can't get when you download mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So just to let people know, if you don't have the Funhouse, um, there's actually a new audio commentary with Toby Hooper. Um, and then there's an interview with the executive producer and the composer, which was kind of interesting. Um, and then there's also an, an audio interview with um, William Finley, who played the, um, the uh, magician, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. And then, um, then there's like obviously like the trailer and TV spots and a couple other little things. But the, um, the one thing I learned that was pretty interesting from the special features was the writer – really got screwed on this mm-hmm. because originally the film was supposed to be like a low budget movie. Um, I think this is before uh, Hooper got involved. Um, and it was only supposed to be like a $400,000 picture. Mm-hmm. And they paid the writer, Larry block a thousand dollars for the screenplay. <laughs> and he was like, great. You know, right, right. Like, cause he was like a nobody, you know, then <laughs> the film got bigger and bigger, picked up, blah, blah, blah. Right. Then it turned into like, like, um, like a $3 million movie. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. I just got a thousand dollars for this. But, um, once, um, what happened was they did a book, um, based on the fun house. Mm-hmm. Like there was like a, a book, you know, that they came out. Yeah. Novelization. The yeah. Novelization of the, of the movie. 
he got the rights to that to write that, and then he got a lot of money from Universal. So, yeah. so he made out in the end, but like it was, he, he was kind of screwed, you know. Right. Imagine that writing a movie for a thousand bucks, being like, "Wow, this is cool," you know. Right, right. And then being like, "Fuck, they're gonna this movie's gonna be three million dollars," and I got it. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, wow. that sucks." Right. Imagine now. being uh, Siegel and Schuster or something. Selling yeah. Superman. For yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But um. <laughs> So, yeah, for people that want to own it, you know what I mean? It's, like I said, I, I, it's like one of those movies, like, I'm sure you have. Like, what are some of your movies, like, this time of year that you always break out? You have to watch around Halloween time. Uh, probably the original Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Um, John Carpenter's version of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Evil Dead. I mean, I, I, I think within all the movies that we wind up liking, like, there's movies like The Fun House where you'll branch off and, right but you always wind up returning to the ones that everybody knows and yes. there's, it's for a reason it's because yep. those are the ones that really stick with yeah, you yeah absolutely everything else is always like a like a niche like yeah exactly. hey i'm in the horror you might know this one right you know? right right but yeah it, it always winds up being the same yeah it's you know, like yeah six movies that, i call them film habits you know what yeah. i mean it's like you just like it's like almost like you're uh you're just trained to like, okay, now I'm going to watch this movie, right. and now it's you know it's October. I need to watch this movie. Yeah, you're, you know? you're, you're never going to go to like a, a convention, a horror convention, and meet the guy who's not into Evil Dead. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, we all like it. Yeah, it's, totally. You know, it's, it's, so it's a given that you're, you know, when you're in that mood, you're going to pop those on. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's very yeah. rare you're going to go, you know, let me go put a... Uh, fun house <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah it's not it's not one of my like go-to movies right. you know but um you know it's it's still like a fun movie and i love owning movies for people that haven't seen movies too like if you meet a friend they're like yep. oh i've never seen that you're like i've got it here check I, it out i'm exactly the same way i have the dvds i do have i have i can't tell you 2000 3000 wow DVDs, that's awesome and people go like why do you have like like <laughs> you like jaws 4 i'm like no yeah why do you have it because I have the other three. Yeah, and that's if somebody, the same way. <laughs> somebody comes over and never saw it, and we yeah. want to laugh. I'll put Jaws Four on. Right, exactly. You know? I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'm yeah. going to enjoy laughing at it. I'll tell you what, though the the opening scene. I love Jaws Four until they go to the Bahamas or wherever right. they are. I love that when they're still in Amity, like and it's Christmas time, and like Wasn't four where it's like both his hands get bit off or something. Like that. Yeah, I can't remember. I haven't seen. <laughs> it was it like forever. really a shark just came up and took took his hands. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> but I just love that you know, like it's still in Amity. Right. And it's, right. Yeah, it's Christmas time, which was kind of cool. But yeah, I'm the same way. Like I'll own movies yeah. for no other reason than to be like, well, I have the other three, like you said. Right. Like I can't I have not complete it. I can't yeah. not have it. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's hilarious. That's so funny. So. The Fun House, you know what I mean? Did I really need to buy it? No, you know? But I'm glad that I own it for the chance that someone may may not have seen it. And I'd right. be like, hey, I got it. You know what I mean? Check it out. Absolutely. Um, and you know what's stupid is I have it on DVD, too. And now I have the DVD the and the Blu-ray. So, um, yeah. So it's just kind of funny. But I think it's cool. Like I, like I said, I love these Scream Factory releases only f- almost for the special features. Because it's, it's kind of cool to kind of get the backstory of yeah, some yeah. of this stuff. And I love those sort of documentary style films like i'm i'm sure you've seen um never sleep again mm-hmm. oh my god so good yeah that and, whole company's doing amazing oh, they're doing great stuff like i hope they do more you know what yep. i mean because like um that one and then the friday the 13th one yeah, seven hours oh long my god it's like you just geek out it's like yep. the greatest did they stuff. do i just watched they rewatched uh the return of the living dead one i think they might have had something to do with that. oh really that, was, that one's great too. oh i gotta check that out yeah that's awesome the thing i like with them is that they it's not like Okay, we have an hour and a half to squeeze 
the whole history of 10 movies. And so it's like, no, we'll just take the time we need yeah. to tell you that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I just love hearing about how a movie was made and just yeah. like the funny things that happen, you know, like the problems they had or whatever, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. But yeah, so anyway, if anyone out there wants to check out The Fun House, if you haven't seen it, um, it's definitely a fun, you know, kind of like, I, I feel like this is a good movie to watch with a bunch of friends, just yeah. have it on in the background and just, you know, hang out and Make have fun a of. good time. Yeah, totally. That's, it's definitely one of those. Um, but, uh, so John, so what's, so you're not, obviously the haunted attraction just closed down, you know, yeah, we're and, done uh, for the summer. you're done for the summer. Um, so what are your plans now? Like, what are you going to be uh, doing for the fall? Well, I'm going to actually be start promoting the next season yeah almost immediately we have uh october 25th it's not my event but i'm helping them cross promote a little bit okay is the uh dog walk of the dead okay cool and where's that taking place in stanhope it's byram township which is within stanhope new jersey nice so they're doing a little zombie walk that's fun. I believe it i believe it's like 11 a.m to 3 p.m okay um so we're gonna have a table there where you can you know learn about the haunted house that's and great take photos with the actors and my dog's going to come. I have a little puggle named <laughs> nice. Franklin, so we're going to dress him up as Frankenstein, call him Franklin Stein. <laughs> that's awesome. The kids take photos with him. He's super friendly. So. Oh, that's great. So, that's yeah, just stuff like cool. that. We made little treat bags for the kids, you know, typical Halloween trick-or-treat yeah. toys and stuff like that. So, yeah, it should be fun. That's cool. Nice. We're going to be selling a, um, a limited edition, very limited, to 250 wooden nickels that are for the haunted house. Oh, date, really? With the date and everything. Right. But I, So I just bought this... I forget what they call it, but it's like a blood paint from a special effects company. So I'm going to put a little spray bottle together, and each side will have a unique blood splatter. Oh, that's from the cool! That's really make, um, cool. Each person will have like that's not like no other one. That's you know, awesome. Unique. So yeah, looking forward to doing that. That's cool. Just waiting for those to come in. So nice. I just had a bunch of stickers that I showed you. Those came yeah. in, and some promo cards. So yeah, just looking forward to a fun day of promoting. That's great. Now, does the the Haunted Manor have a website or anything? Are you guys like, we did, a Facebook page? It or? just want, Yeah, we're just strictly Facebook right now. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Okay, cool. So, so yeah. people can check it out. On so yeah, there. you can look up. Uh, I believe the Twitter is simply Hollow Graves, one okay. word. Uh, the Instagram is Hollow Graves Haunted Manor, mm-hmm. one big word. And you can just look up Hollow Graves Haunted Manor cool. on Facebook. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. And we'll post something. Um, we mostly post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll post something with a link to so people listening can check it out. You know what I mean? Cool. Well, John, thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, so people, check out the uh, the Haunted Manor, the Hollow Graves Haunted Manor. Um, like John said, you can find them on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, a Facebook yeah. page. Um, and definitely next summer, if you're around, mm-hmm. uh, definitely go check check them out because um, you'll get a good scare. It'll be awesome. And, we'll be um, yeah. And then one thing I wanted to mention was um, – if uh oh our next podcast will probably well this this one will probably release this week uh, i'm gonna try to release it um what's today's date today is the 20th. 20th yeah so it'll release this week so uh um everyone will have that and then our next podcast will probably be in the next couple weeks um and then um check us out on instagram at alone in the dark podcast and twitter where the alone in the dark p And we also have a Facebook page that you can check out. And uh, that's about it. So, John, thanks again, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Happy Halloween to you. And we'll talk to everyone soon. See you later. Good evening.